so Tinder Emeritus and uh, and cosplay expert Robbie Wickens. What what do we get to call you, by the way? Can we call you Robbie? You can call me Robbie. All right. Nice. We've earned it. We're good. In. good. We're in. Yeah, if right. you could describe this lunch you didn't have uh, <laughs> in one word, what would it be? Aunt Jemima. That's two words. That's two words. And that's an American you, company, I think. You specifically said one word? Yeah. We'll make it two. And now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Placeholder radio Welcome to Dinner with Racers. Uh, I am Sean Heckman. And I am Ryan Eversley. And if you have listened to our show in years past, you are used to us doing a giant 30-day road trip where we go across the country and have lunch and dinner with people in racing. Still doing that, but a little different. Now we are doing one-week trips here and there, and uh, we are currently driving back from Indianapolis, Indiana, where we spent seven days driving 1,500 miles to have 10 meals with people in racing. Now, of course, we couldn't do that without a, a great car to get us there. So we used my 2017 Acura MDX. And I believe we were rolling on, uh, what, what kind of tire is it, Sean? Oh, the uh, Continental Tire. The Continental Tire. Yeah, the Continental yeah. Tire. Okay, yeah, cool. Now, this particular episode, we went to local indie staple, Charlie Brown's. Charlie Brown. Pancake and Steakhouse. Yep. And uh, met up with none other than Canadian superstar, Robert Wickens. Wickens! 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 Now, for the select few of you who don't know who uh, Robert Wickens is, he is another one of our Canadian friends uh, growing up near Toronto. Uh, but uh, he was a star of assorted ranks in North America before heading to Europe. Uh, in North America, he was a big karting star in Canada, went on to win the uh, Formula BMW USA Championship, uh, and then went over to Europe, uh, became a Red Bull junior driver, won the uh, Formula Renault Championship, competed in uh, GP3, test drove for uh, Marussia or Virgin or whatever they were called at the time, uh, and eventually landed a uh, full-time ride with uh, Mercedes and the Deutsche Turnwagen Masters Championship, otherwise known as DTM, where uh, won a bunch of races and was just kind of a standout. Uh, all before finally coming back to North America, where he is now a full-time IndyCar Series driver for Schmidt-Peterson Motorsport. At the uh, time of this recording, he is still yet to win a race, but in his rookie year, he has been an absolute standout. So we learned about uh, cosplay. We also learned about Robert Wickens' Tinder game. Uh, we had the first ever reference to Booger Sugar. <laughs> That's true. Germans and their love for fun and nicknames. We learned about constipated dogs. I had to explain to Canadian Robert Wickens the legend of Tim Horton. And of course, it turns out, after a little coaxing, he actually realized who we were. Of course, none of this would be possible without our partners, Acura and Continental Tire. Wait, nope. I meant to say... Continental Tire! Robert Wiggins! Meow. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three, two... Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have at it. Yep. We waste no time. Get that on. We waste a lot of time. Yeah, we waste a lot of time. <laughs> How's my sound? You sound great. 
you look gorgeous. Thanks, buddy. So we're good. We we're got good. you. We got you a mug. Oh, we've never actually given anybody a mug before. Right. There we go. Yeah. So I only do things for gifts. So. Right. Same. Good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this is going well. Why are you late? Um, my dog would not. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. That is an acceptable answer. Yeah. You are on time. You yeah, are on time. One. All right. We're okay. And, uh, so that's the interview. Thanks yeah. for coming out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we're at Charlie Brown's. It's the oldest uh, restaurant in Speedway, Indiana. This isn't where we were originally going to go, and then you changed it to Charlie Brown's. Yeah. Is there a backstory? Have you been here before? Uh, once. It's the only restaurant I knew around the Speedway. So. Oh, okay. So, okay. All right. And I, so this was more proximity that you have to go back. Is it? I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know. I'm going to the Speedway after this. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's right over there. Yeah. I'm new. Give me a break. <laughs> but uh, yeah, was here with uh, Pierce Phillips. Okay. During mm -hmm. the rookie orientation, when it was like, I guess when it was the day before when Hinch was driving. Yeah. Uh, we blew off watching him and went to Charlie Brown's for lunch. So. Good. What, do you, what? What? Is there a thing you got last time? You're like, I'm doing that again, or? I'm a huge breakfast guy. Yeah. Is that a Canadian thing? Could be. Yep. Could be. Because yep. yeah, I'm gonna guess. What? What do you put on your pancakes? <laughs> Maybe nah. I don't even eat pancakes. Oh, are we laying this down. Okay. All right, what's the dog? My dog? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a Morky, Maltese Yorkie mix. His name is James. Sounds like a killer. Yeah, you named it. Oh, he's ferocious. He's, yeah, I believe this. Yeah. Named it after Hinchcliffe or just um, love the guy so much? Partially. Okay. Yeah, so my fiance and I met uh, through Hinch when he had his accident. Okay. Um, so, so we actually matched on Tinder in the airport when I was flying to see James in the hospital. Okay. So then we started talking, hit it off, moved in with each other, and we thought we wanted After like kind one of date on Tinder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Moved quick. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, honestly, we wanted uh, we wanted like a proper name for a dog. Yeah. So it was between like Henry, <laughs> Henry okay. and James. So okay. the reason and, uh, you were late is because James wouldn't shit. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Excellent. We're off to a good start. So uh, as a traveling man, would you recommend Tinder? As a way to meet people with a busy schedule? I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hate it. Success rate was okay? I uh, I wasn't like a serious user. Okay. And back in my you day. You could quit any time. Yeah, back back in my day, there wasn't uh, super likes and, and all this <laughs> Back in your stuff. day, Tinder? Yeah, yeah. yeah of, uh, This is like two years, years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah, I'm like an OG <laughs> Tinder user. Yeah. I got in, got out. You wrote the book, right? Yeah. Um, super likes. No, it, it, it was all right. But now you can pay like subscriptions apparently, and like right. it was free when I did it. <laughs> it's great. Listen, kids. So you could you could teach the class to like the Indy Lights kids, or you know, like the road the Mazda Road to India. The or Tinder like one hundred and one. You could be the Tinder one hundred and one class, yeah. right? Um, I learned that I got lucky okay. with my Tinder account because Carly, my fiance, told me that uh, my account sucked. Nice. Oh, yeah. nice. Was your shirt on in every photo? It was. Oh, okay. It okay. was. Okay. So first I, problem. I, I tried to. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I tried to make it as uh, least racing related as possible. Yep. That's okay. That's a sign. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That's probably what my side. Um, problem is though, the only like professional photos you have of yourself right. is at work. Yeah. So I was like, right. I'm like, oh, I look kind of good in that one, but then like, I, but it gives I it away. I have a team same. shirt on. I yeah. did the same thing. Um. Yeah. So I didn't know what to do. So I did a little half half. Uh huh. Um. But the well, big thing was my description, right? Go. Because I had a Canadian flag and said living in 
the British flag because I was living in London at the time. Okay. And she was like, I almost didn't like swipe right on you because like it's like you were just visiting and here for like a mm-hmm. one night stand type right, thing. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, true. I probably could have <laughs> said something different. But right. You could have just like. Because maybe that's why. Yeah, maybe exactly. that's why I wasn't uh, wasn't getting the hits I was hoping for. Sometimes. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, how many you said half your pictures were racing-ish related and, and then all it said was Canada England there was no like about me like what, what was your it job it was literally title? the Canadian flag emoji yeah the word living yeah that's in it that's it British flag okay big sell yeah gotcha big sell now your fiance now right yes okay she's a cosplay model yeah she's a professional cosplayer okay is what yeah, it is what you say. um right. But she's also a, uh, she specializes in more like kind of like geek chic culture stuff. She's okay. trying to get more into the lifestyle side of things. Okay, yeah. How, okay. No. Um, <laughs> back it up. Back uh, it up. I was back just going to say, in the same regard of her Tinder account, was it half like her as like Harley Quinn or something and then half like a puppy yeah. in a field? And you're like, wait, there's a difference. <laughs> yeah, hang here. on. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Poison Ivy, Harley right. Quinn, all the things. There but uh, honestly, she was. She had a lot of wigs on, like every photo was a different hairstyle. Okay. And I was, I, but it didn't really say what she did or anything like that on her description either. And I was like, oh, maybe she's a hairstylist. I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> so innocent. <laughs> who knows? But uh, yeah, like one, she had like a bob like right. hairstyle. Sure. One, she was like a redhead. The other one, she was blonde. Like she's naturally blonde. Okay. And, uh, and then basically asked, well, she actually wrote me first. Which was good, right? So that was like sign number one that that you're doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then because of James's accident, I actually apparently had really good game, because typically I don't have good game. Right. Like but if she wrote me, I probably would have wrote her too much. Hey, how's it going? Like, I love yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Uh. Let's get married. You're the best. <laughs> um, but because I was kind of preoccupied with my like friend nearly dying. Yeah. Um, I would go like a day without writing her, and like because I'd be. Sat ah, beside James okay. in the hospital bed. Yeah. I would, like, he'd be snoozing on morphine or something. Right. And right. I'd be like, oh, I'll see what's happening. A little swipe action. Yeah, right. <laughs> while, while he was, like, drooling down his face. Right, right. But, uh, but yeah, and then I would, like, kind of do, like, a one-word reply because I didn't, I didn't have a lot of time. And she was, like, on our first date, she was like, your Tinder game was really strong. <laughs> and I was just like, wow. All right, never, kids. Never, so never heard that one before. So every, that's, that's the ticket is to yeah. act like you don't need them. So it wasn't so much that you met through James as much as James required your attention, therefore you played it right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, okay. He, so you're he, such he a played, good friend. He played a non-participating role. Sure. <laughs> he created a timeline. Yes. Yeah. So if he doesn't smack um, the wall at Indy, yeah. you're still swiping out there right now. Just exactly. Alone in the woods, the thing was just like swiping. The, so just the reason like, everyone will say, like, oh, well, actually you met on Tinder, so like, why, did, why does James rule in, right? So she was living in Toronto and I was living in Guelph. And for people that don't know, it's about a 45-minute drive away. Which direction? Uh, southwest. Okay. And uh, I was never a guy that would commute for Tinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You know? I, I was that, you know, a couple miles radius right, guy. Small You're good radius. to go. Sure. And uh, she was the same because obviously in Toronto, it's a huge city. There's... No shortage of thousands of yeah, people right. within one kilometer of each right, other. Right, right. Um, but uh, so the only reason why we found each other was because we were both at the airport at the same time. So she was flying in from a con. She was coming in from uh, Dallas. Okay. She was in Toronto and I was flying out. So she was in the arrivals. Uh, yeah. I was in departures. 
And, and then and uh, you were going to Indy just to see James because of his accident. Like, yeah, well, I was him. planning to go to the 500 anyway, and yeah. that was going to be my first time at the 500. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, basically, I had to move my flight up a day because right. I was going to go. I think his crash was on what the Thursday. Yeah, it was like midweek somewhere. Yeah, um, and I was planning to fly in on Carb Day, um, and then basically do the Saturday Change off the and the thing. race on Sunday. Yeah. But uh, it uh, yeah changed changed plans and right, but. It, Met a girl out of it, so that was pretty good. Nice. That works. That's a cool story. All right, so professional cosplay. Um, uh, is this is this like conventions? Like she's going to this Comic Con and this other thing? Like what is it? I don't know what this does. Yeah, no, you got it exactly right. Okay. So she's she's actually in Prince George, British Columbia, okay. as we speak, for for a comic convention there. Okay, so like one week and she's uh, like some anime character. Yeah, I and mean, then she, she's every every cosplayer will do their own thing. Okay, right? It's because wait, is she contracted by? By like some nope. publishing group? No, no she's no, just going. That's actually where it gets a little tricky. Is kind of the, the licensing of it. Don't know anything about that. Um, <laughs> but in terms of like, because what they do is, so she's she went to school uh, for film. Okay. Because she she wanted to be a host and, and all. This Anyone stuff. who does that is useless. Um, <laughs> trust me. Um, no, she's pretty handy at it. Okay. But uh, maybe you just suck. Maybe I suck. Maybe it's just you, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then she was always a, a fan of horror movies. Okay. And um, after that, her brother took her to a Comic Con. She loved it. She saw people dressing up. Because, like, have you ever been to a Comic Con? No. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's an experience. No, yeah. yeah. for sure. Um, I've been in Vegas while one was going yeah. on. It was, like, all in the hotel. But it's just, it's like, amazing. Yeah. everyone will just dress up as their favorite characters right. in front right. of the convention. And yeah. it's just actually a pretty cool community of, like, positivity. And everyone's yeah. like, so proud of this costume or that costume. Right. And the work that goes into and, it yeah. is incredible. Um, I'm just trying to figure out how the profession comes in. Yeah, so she. Appearances, I guess? Yeah. It's a long story. I'll get to it. <laughs> we have, I don't Relax, know how much time we have. All right, all right, let's go. God, listen, I listen. hate it when he gets like this. <laughs> um, so then she she went to her first Comic-Con, saw everyone dressing up, all that stuff. Then she thought, oh, well, I'll make my own and, and see how I do. Yeah. Um, and she made one. She loved it. She realized that she wasn't super good at her first one. Um, so she actually went back to school to become a seamstress, hmm. to learn how to sew, to learn okay. how to do everything. Yeah. Um, and then now she's like this great seamstress that makes all of her costumes more or less from scratch. There's always there's different types of cosplay. You can start from the beginning. You can do what's called like closet cosplay, where you basically pick clothes out of your closet and you kind of turn it into something, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, obviously, you can purchase already yeah. done ones. And whatever, right. but, I'm an uh, average white guy. But yeah. where done. where she makes it a profession is uh, so she'll make her her costume and then she'll do photo shoot in that costume okay. and then once she's a guest of the convention they'll either pay her an appearance fee or she'll just be a guest of the show to be there okay. and she will effectively sell her autograph on the photos oh, that she did that actually works. In, okay. in the costume wow um, so it's kind okay. of that fine line of well she's not making money off of let's say a Marvel the character trademark so to speak right. as much because, as her appearance yeah. but she's She's a she's a smart girl. She's she's got her head on straight. Sure. Uh, yeah. So she's her big brand is uh, she likes making like tutu dresses. Okay. So she's most known for uh, an R two like costume. Okay, but it's a big tutu with like a corset. We're gonna bleep that. <laughs> so we don't get sued by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Disney's not known for suing. No, no, uh, no they're not good. a litigious group at all. But she calls it R two tutu, so she gets away with it. Perfect. We can leave that. In. We can yeah. leave R two tutu in. <laughs> yeah. But a a familiar droid like right. thing on wheels. So as a as a big time international racing star as you are, with this job she has, obviously that's going to get a lot of male attention. That can I'm sure be inappropriate. Yeah. How are you handling that? 
It's all right because it's kind of a, a two-way street, right? Because in motorsports, I was gonna say you probably there, there is a lot of kind of like promo girls or grid right. girls or or right. whatever the case is, or you know, various things that happen. So it's luckily we're both the uh, non-jealous type, right. and, and everything's fine. But uh, you know, I think a lot of her fans are her fans because of how pretty she is, right? And how nice she is as a person and, and everything like that. But uh, does she have an Amazon wish list? Uh, she she might. She oh does boy. a lot of online shopping. Oh, you need to find out. Yeah, yeah it's a weird shopping. thing um, when that happens. Yeah. It's been a topic. No, it's been a topic. The thing yeah, is, yeah. like, within, I think it, it goes through any community, but, like, with hers, you know, you can kind of get the trolls and all that stuff, sure. but yeah. it's, it's more of the, the brand that you present yourself to be Yeah. will kind of create your own community of people. Right. And her, her fans are all so positive, and, like, there isn't, like, she's not getting graphic photos of right. of yeah. things and you know she saw that she's not getting those like raunchy DMs you know yeah, yeah. she's not getting wick pics yeah she got no, the wick no, pic and no she was wick good picks. are All wick right. pics yeah. out there are you I scared hope, of are you scared not. of old wick pics showing up my wick pic we, we <laughs> trademark wick pic by the yeah, way yeah, that's yeah. ours now you, you, you want to use that you gotta that's talk fine. to us yeah, yeah that's fine yeah. <laughs> it's a tinder thing we'll, we'll figure it out is her bigger is her following bigger than yours it is how much it is I haven't checked recently but she climbs like Crazy, yeah, yeah. yeah she, she's so I assume somebody like her Instagram is probably her. Yeah, her so, so Instagram's yeah. her main platform. She does very well on Facebook. Yeah. Right. Um, and what's uh, what's her what's her handle? It's it's Carly Woods. It's with the ITS. Yeah, ITS K A R L I W O O D S. Cool. Okay, so Sean and I were talking this morning. He didn't really know the the legend of Tim Hortons. Tim Horton, the man. Can you explain for our American listeners? Because a lot of them will know Tim Hortons from. You know, everyone tweeting about it when we go race in Canada. Yep. Tell, do you know the Tim Horton story? Like how he how he met his fate? Uh, I don't, to be honest with you. And you're a Canadian. I just know that he was a legendary hockey player who started a franchise. Okay. All right. Would you like me to tell you? Yeah, tell me a story, please. <laughs> I got my coffee right here. Yeah, you're good I'm, to go. I'm all ears. So I was explaining this to Sean. Do you know what you want, by the way? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, Tim Horton, after a hockey game one night, decided to drive – his Pantera that he'd been get, given from the team he was playing that night he recently played for, I can't remember which one, and decided to go on like a drunken booze-fueled just highway romp. I already like him. Yeah, exactly. And uh, a cop actually sees him like going by like you know crazy speeds. People are calling the cops on somebody in a Pantera that's just blowing down the highway. <laughs> so they chase after him. They can't keep up. They lose sight of him. And then they find him where he rolled the thing like 15 times. He gets ejected from the car like 130 feet away from where it crashed yeah. and in the car they find like a half finished bottle of vodka and he's dead that's Tim Horton Canadian treasure yeah I think I heard a different uh, different version of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. of that one in my childhood when, when I was always getting yeah. my uh, so Tim Horton's hot chocolate on the way to the car so he deserves he deserves that kind of legacy because that guy was like all in I think he should be more in I think the brand should be more involved in racing medicine. Right, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, it sounds like there's a vodka opportunity there, you know, like yeah, get some sponsorship thing. going on, cross-promotion. Get yeah. on it, Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> She's good with it. She's like, what? What is this? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Leave me alone, please. We watched an awesome video, like probably the best prank we've ever seen, <sighs> ever. So the beauty of pranks is they're really well done when they're executed poorly. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. Do you, you know, know where we're going with this? 
Uh, no. So our 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 key to researching our guests is when you Google search somebody or YouTube search, you go to the fifth page because that's <laughs> where sure. that's where the gems are. Yeah. Right. So we saw an amazing pranked video from your DTM days. Oh. With a with a Russian interviewer. Yeah. Um, where she the, the whole joke is that uh, she she's claiming you're American and of course you don't know about it. But what I loved was how you looked actually violently mad oh, about this furious. whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. furious. Which, sure. by the way, I'm gonna give you a pass on the quote. It's a big insult to call me American. Yeah. <laughs> you don't give a shit. Okay. All right. All right. I'm in. Cool. All right. I'm a very proud. Uh, Canadian, well, that's okay. But so. like, if somebody confused me for Canadian, I wouldn't be like, "What the?" F-? You know. <laughs> But we're going to give you a pass because yeah. right. you seem like an okay guy. Well, thanks. You look actually pissed in that video. Yeah, so there's there's backstory there. Okay. Oh, right? Good. So we're... Because yeah. this is like some pre-race yeah, thing, I'm sure. We're in Moscow, Russia. Okay. For a race. Okay. Yeah. So it's a legit Russian then. It was a legit Russian okay. doing the interview. Yeah. Um, so obviously Mercedes didn't tell us that there was even an interview. Like it wasn't on my calendar. Sure. It wasn't on okay. the schedule. Right. Okay. Um, the official series driver's meeting for the event... Uh, was like five minutes away. Yeah. And when I was walking to oh, the so autogra- you need to be I was, like I was walking on your to way. Okay. the the driver's meeting. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a mandatory driver's meeting. Yeah, right, in yeah. in DTM, if you missed it, it was a one thousand euro fine. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. If you were late, if you're like the Germans are a punctual folk. <laughs> That's how we are with <laughs> right? our podcast too. Yeah. So <laughs> clearly I am as well being, yeah, being late. Yeah. Lunch is on you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh Wiggins got the check. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, go on. But uh but it's like as soon as that clock goes 12 o'clock, yeah, you're trouble. that door's locked, and you're not in, 1,000 euro fine. Oh, like they're literally shutting the door, oh, yeah. so you have to be like, hello. Yeah, you're not knocking in. If oh you're not God. there on time, they ain't screwing yeah. around. Okay. Right? So we're walking there, and then the uh, the press guy from Mercedes goes like, hey, can you do this interview real quick? And I'm like, no, man. You're right. Like, me. Five yeah, minutes yeah. away, and he's like, no, it'll be really quick. It'll be really quick. Just go do it. I'm like, no. That <laughs> guy's fired, right? I'm like, I'm not doing it. Well, it was his prank. Oh, God. Yeah, like he should have a schedule though. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then uh, I was just like, I'm like, how long is it gonna be? He's like, two minutes tops. And I'm just like, and it was like right next door to where the driver's meeting sure. was. And I was just like, okay, let's smash this out, get it done. And uh, I sit down, you know, mic'd up, mic up. And then the girls like doing makeup in the corner for like already a minute. And I was just like, looking at my guy, I'm like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like, this is not funny anymore. Like, I'm doing a favor for you because it wasn't in my schedule. Yeah. And, like, I'm about to miss something actually very important. And then the interview was just the biggest waste of time. Right. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. it's one joke pulled off for, over like, and over for like 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. like American question after American. But so it was like that, right? And I was just so like, but I should have just got up and left. <laughs> right. Right. But I didn't. Yeah. And that was, like, my only regret from that. But, uh end of the story is I got actually really pissed off and then she was like oh it's a joke I'm like that was so oh, really poorly done yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. we could tell you were so poorly executed he, he yeah. wasn't like oh you got me yeah. he was like cool you <laughs> you know like, <laughs> so you wasted my time yeah, right, right. Um, not only did they waste my time I missed the driver's meeting did yeah. you get the fine right yep yes did you give it That's to that PR guy okay yeah did he have to deal and Mercedes paid it Okay. Oh, all right. Fair enough. I, like, I was actually furious, and it ruined my whole Still. day. It put me in the worst mood. Yeah. Okay, so you realize if anybody in your paddock listens to this, they know that they can screw with you. Probably. Yeah. So be prepared, but also payback's double. Get them back. It is. I've been trying to scheme something to do with Hinch. Well, uh, do be but, careful. Uh, this <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm out. <laughs> You're not I'm out on that. All right. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. 
well, he's out, and if you collaborate with me, it's going to escalate way too quickly, way too fast. Right. So we don't want know. anyone to get injured. That's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. You're out. I'm too, out. Yeah. You can't. You yeah, can't. Yeah, so, or at least land in a libel suit. <laughs> it's not a joke. <laughs> I got good lawyers. <laughs> we got to manage that one. But because that, that video to me, like, the, the, like a prank video ends when like the person doing the thing changes character and all of a sudden you realize oh it's a thing or Justin Timberlake walks out or something right. yeah. this and, is literally and this like was just like the end was like oh it's fake ta-da it's a fake interview yeah, yeah. okay alright cool story yeah yeah <laughs> neat I hate you just took my mic off and just walked out I was like <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah you, you actually at one point look at your watch you're like yeah, that, and that's okay. how we knew that's the tell for this one yeah we're like, he looks so at his watch he's a, gotta that go was a, that was a sponsored yeah. watch too <laughs> Swipe that one. Always the out. company man. <laughs> yeah, look at me now. Right. Oh, oh all right. okay. So you're looking for, for sponsors here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you get a watch deal out of this show, we get like a watch and we'll fight for we'll it. We'll fight for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you can do it like a divorced child, right? Just Cut Monday, half. Wednesday, yeah. Friday. <laughs> Cut that kid right in half. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's uh, uh, flag down a waitress. Yeah. What are you guys going to get? What, right? what? I've never been here. So what's the, what's the ticket? What are you going with? I uh, I'm an eggs Benedict guy. Oh yeah, okay. Okay. pretty pretty yeah. simple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get boring and I ask for no hollandaise sauce. So you just what? like so it's literally poached egg yeah, on, it, on it, an English muffin. Like, is that a sandwich? Is that a fitness thing or you just don't like hollandaise sauce? I don't like hollandaise sauce. Huh. All right, okay. Um, a lot about I also don't really uh, handle dairy super well. As an intolerant or uh, it's not. T- I have to pick my battles. Okay. <laughs> you know, if I overdo it, I, I get I get some issues. But I can definitely like I can have a pizza like once a week, monthish. Well, hang on. Okay. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you can just eat a slice. Yeah, but you're not nah, gonna, gonna do that. Like pizza is my right, favorite right. food in the world. You're not gonna. Okay. Oh, I have a thing. Like if I get a podium, podium pizza. Like my fans bring me Guess pizza. Guess what I had Saturday trip. night. Had a boy. Had there a boy. it is. You get what's the local spot. I've been going to Blaze. Okay. Blaze okay. Pizza. They have those in LA. Yeah. Those are, those are fantastic. incredible. Yeah. Right. And plus, they do a dairy free cheese. They do like a vegan cheese, and it's okay. actually like pretty tasty. Okay. Which one? They do Daya? Um, I do Daya at home. Yeah. I think they make their own. Right. In house. It's definitely not branded Daya. <laughs> it's it's uh, knockoff Daya. Yeah. Yeah, knockoff Daya. But apparently, Blaze is like LeBron James's empire. Is it? It's his wow. company. Okay. Yeah, he's in on well, it. Well, he needs the money, so that's and good. It's like <laughs> the fastest growing franchise in North America right now. Wow. Is there nothing that man can't touch? Right. Everything's gold. He should get into podcasting with us. You know what I bet yeah. it was? All this time, when he like blows the chalk into the air, it's probably, it's been it's pizza probably flour. Yeah, it's been <laughs> <laughs> For the longest time, I thought it was something else that's white and powdery. But like what? Snow? Yeah. 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 It's a booger sugar, maybe. <laughs> booger sugar. Nicely done. <laughs> so, on this episode. All right. Wiccans calls him a cokehead. So, what? why? <laughs> what? <laughs> whoa, whoa. I didn't say whoa, that. Whoa, guys, guys, guys. So, I have the. We'll wait for our wait- uh, While we're kind of waiting for our waitress to show up, I have probably the most important question of your IndyCar career so far. Have you done a Rami photo? I have. Have I? Oh, you don't. I have not. You've do, not you'll you, know. Oh, wait, do you not know? Do I don't even know, know what it Rami? is. Oh, wow. This is, you're okay. not You're you're not an IndyCar driver yet. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I have you're a doing, You're doing okay, yeah. but that's when you've made it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You'll know. It'll probably happen this month. Yeah. Can do we I, even can explain who it hints? is, or do we let him, like, text Hench? Like, hey, what's this about? I do that so much every day anyway. Yeah, this is a text real him right thing. Now. Ask him about Actually, a Rami photo. Yeah. Say, what's a Rami? What's a Rami R-O-M-M-Y. Yeah. Let's see what he comes Did he text you this morning? 
He did. Okay, I texted okay. him. I was like, hey, let him know we're not trying to get him or anything. What's a Rami photo? <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> Turn your sound off. Dude. <laughs> He's like, wow, they did that already? They're already out of stuff to talk about? Are you getting recognized out here? Not really. Yeah. yeah. Kind of just fly under the radar. Sure. What about Canada? Never really there. I've been racing yeah, in Europe like for so know. long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that was the funny thing. Like, racing in D10 with Mercedes, I was kind of, like, in limbo everywhere. Right. Where I was, like, kind of okay in Germany. Then I was living in England, so I'm kind of okay there-ish. But there wasn't that many British DTM fans right. that were, like, kind of doing the crossover. Because, like, right. there, like, in, in the UK, it's kind of like the BTCC, like the British Touring Car Championship. Right, right. Um, and then in Canada, like... The hardcore fans always have known who I am. Yeah, right. But like the average yeah, I mean, Joe, I would never get a walking down the street like, right. "Hey, you're Mercedes DTM driver Robert Wickens." Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I actually haven't been back to Canada since the season started, so I don't oh, know. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't know how that's gonna go. But so you came out here what February? I uh, moved here in January. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's actually hilarious that I've been racing in Europe for 12 years and now I'm. In North America, and I'm spending way less time in Canada. Yeah, right. Sensible. Just, just south, yeah. Just no time. Did you have a apartment over there? In where? When you raced in Europe? Yeah. Where, where were you yeah, based? Yeah. In England? I kind of floated around. Yeah. Um, I, I love London as a city. Yeah. So I lived there for a few years. Uh, most recently, the last two years, I was living in Monaco. Mm -hmm. Actually, uh, should we get right Yeah, let's it? go right to it. Okay. okay, so we have a pass along question. We normally do this close to the end, but it's perfect but for it's that. Yeah. So you live in Monaco, or you did live in Monaco. You yeah. still keep your place. Uh, I still, still have it this year just because it's like I have the lease. So. Okay, well, that's right. it. And, and like the uh, Monegasque tax authority is not listening. Um, we hope. hope. Um, it's like a one guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have a pass along question where the previous guest asked a question of our next guest and yep. so on. Yeah. So we had dinner last night with Takuma Sato, mm -hmm. and he wanted to know. As a Monaco resident, how are you going to keep that? How are you going to keep the residence? Because I guess what's it? I like? think he's asking for himself, isn't he? Well, he's he's had a place there since yeah. he like started, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest, I I can't find a way that it can work. Because the big thing about um, using the uh, you know the nice weather and the training facilities of Monaco, you're never there for the taxes. Yeah. Sure. It's always nice weather yeah. and it's great yeah. for training. Mm -hmm. Sure. Can you say that one more time? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's clear. It's weather and it's great, it's for, great training. for training. Yeah. Yeah. You can train okay. all year round. Yeah. A lot of road cycling. Right. Great little community of athletes there. Sure. Good facilities. Sure. Um, great for training. Great for training. But you can't avoid uh, U.S. tax. Right. You have to pay it regardless because I'm working here. So the if I'm a Monaco resident, it doesn't matter yeah. so there's no upside there's no you're upside still taxes to keep no matter it so, what. Yeah. so my uh my lease ends or is up for renewal i think in like october or sure. something sure is all your stuff out uh luckily it was a, a pre-furnished flat nice so okay. a flat yeah, apartment I, yeah sorry <laughs> for the for the us <laughs> i got, I got yeah, yeah. For the, those us kids yeah. i got a, uh, a studio apartment over there yeah Not, nothing glamorous living but, the dream uh, it's nothing glamorous but it's in Monica. It, yeah so you, know you know what's insane though so I just bought a house here in the States, in Indianapolis, right. and uh, I'm pretty sure the master bathroom is bigger than my studio apartment right, in Monaco. Yeah. <laughs> and probably, probably the whole and, house was cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, no comparison. Wow. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
Because like, I think in Monaco, it's like 40,000 euros per square meter to so, buy. Yeah. That's a deal. Yeah. That's a deal. That's a steal. <laughs> yeah. You should really look into it, kids. <laughs> uh, tonight, we're going to have dinner with Terry Trammell, Dr. Terry Trammell, Dr. Okay. T, as we, I'm told he likes to be called. Who hopefully you'll never meet. Yep. Or Fair. just meet at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any question you would want to ask him that you could kind of hide behind us on? Let's, let's circle back to that one. Oh, um, you're in charge. Okay, okay sure. Yeah. We're going to circle back on yeah. that, Sean. All right, what, yes. else, you, what's else I mean, on, what else is on your agenda what, You guys there? don't understand that it's not my show now? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dinner with Robert Wickens. Is there a nickname? Do you have a nickname yet? Uh, Wiki. It's been the one that's been floating around. Okay. Is that new or is Do that you since like you were a little kid? Um, as soon as I started racing in Europe, I was racing for Carlin, mm-hmm. the British team there. Yeah. Might have heard of them. They're an IndyCar now. <laughs> oh, like to. <laughs> Proceed. They're doing okay. What? Um, but they were just big on nicknames. So, like, yeah. every single person in the team, like, I never even knew someone's real name. Right. It was always just, like, yeah, this is random shorty stuff, right? Is, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Like, one, one guy, one's nick- our truckie, his nickname was Fluffer. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> Go on. And I never got the story behind <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, we had another guy that was Grumps. Okay. Right. You know? well, I, okay. Yeah. He was, like, super happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, so mine was Wiki because, uh, Talladega Knights just came out. Right, yeah. yeah. So, Wiki Bobby. Wiki Bobby. Yep. Ricky Bobby type thing. And then that kind of stuck. So, in, in Europe, I luckily did a lot of racing with British teams. Right. Um, I was just Wiki. Like, on my pit board, to be Wiki on, like, everything. Mm-hmm. It would just it'd be like that until I went to DTM sure. with Mercedes. And then it was Robert Wickens. <laughs> Great true. nickname. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of fun there. <laughs> and it's it, like took, really it took, like, five years before they called me Rob. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So okay. they're uh Congratulations, they got, Robert they got, Wickens. They got there at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So Hinch said This is the Ronnie. Oh, response? okay, so yeah, we've got so Hinch got back to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh he went ha 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 ha
<laughs> so when you were doing DTM with Mercedes, you got to work a little bit with Michael Schumacher. Is that true, or is that just kind of something they put out as press? It was a tiny bit of working together, a lot of press, yeah. I'd say. So I was a part of the Mercedes junior team. Um, it was something that was kind of brought back because in the 90s, Michael Schumacher was part of the Mercedes junior right, team right. along with, um, oh, my God. Carl Windlinger. Carl, Carl yeah, Windlinger and yeah. Heinz Harold Franson. That's right, yeah. Um, I think that was, I think it was just the three of them. Yeah. They um, all went on to be pretty good. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah. Um, but so they brought it back, and when Michael Schumacher joined Mercedes in Formula 1 on his return, right? Um, he was kind of our, our mentor of the junior team. Right. Um, but you can understand a person of the caliber of Michael Schumacher yeah. has a fairly busy schedule. Right. Um, not including the 20 whatever races Formula One does right. in a season. So it was more or less a couple photos here and there. Um, and just like when he was doing his appearances at a DTM race, um, he would kind of stop in and say hi. And right. Kind of right. like chit-chat a little so bit. So no but like personal uh, interactions that were memorable or anything no no like he never took me out to lunch to tell me right. some secrets and stuff sure yeah but uh seems like a good guy was there anybody like that in your career that did like any mentor figures um james doesn't count no james, james doesn't <laughs> count uh we were too close friends for him to ever be a mentor but uh <laughs> right, you're like no no i got this i got it buddy <laughs> thanks, but, uh, thanks for showing up today no i mean ron fellows was it was a big part of my young career uh um, was this pre or post mustache his mustache? Yeah. He, uh, oh man, he, I met him in 2001. Would he have had a mustache? I thought that would have been post. Yeah, I think it was yeah. post mustache. Um, but he, he started a, a karting championship right. in, in Ontario, the Snoke Around Fellows Karting Championship. And uh, that's kind of, it was like the first platform of national karting that just kind of like got me noticed and took my career. Right. and. It was this amazing championship. Everyone in Ontario wanted to drive in this championship. The competition was there. Everything was there. The numbers, it was just a really good championship. It had good funding from sponsors. So there was like, as a 13-year-old kid, like I was getting prize money. Right. You know, yeah. Five, yeah. 500, yeah, yeah, yeah. 500 bucks. Right. You know, this, that, the other. You're still but a pro like, driver. You know, but it's, it was just incredible. And, you know, I was uh, one of those kids that was running three, four classes in a day. Yeah. And I would luckily be getting on the podium on almost all of them all the time and mm -hmm. it was like we were actually you know it was paying for the entry fees it was paying for right. the tires and we're like this is great yeah. um, and then from there Ron and I just stayed in, in pretty close contact and he actually when I went to the Formula BMW World Finals in Bahrain in 2005 um, it was a big struggle to get the budget to go there because yeah. um, it was going to cost about 50 grand yeah. to get to that one race yeah. and I was just like Jeez. I have to do this right. it's a world championship race I can become a world champion mm -hmm. in something yeah. right and the winner of the race got a Formula One test with, with BMW. Right. And I was like, I have to do it. Yeah. I have to. My parents were like, oh, you know, it's like, it's literally all the budget that you have for the 2006 season. Like, do you really want to do it all in one race? I'm like, yeah. yes. Yep. Yep. I have to go. So we scrounged everything that we could, and and Ron actually personally paid for my flights to oh, wow. to go down there. That's cool. Yeah. And. Uh -huh. In return, he wanted me to put the Snowcorn Fellows Karting Championship sticker on the car. Sure. So if you look at the mirrors of, of that race, I, I had the Snowcorn Fellows Karting Championship yeah, sure. on, on the mirrors there. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Um, but that race, uh, I didn't win. Right. Not a world champion. Um, however, I did pick up a Red Bull contract from it. Right. 
that was actually what I was going to ask is how does that, how does it, for the 15 year old listening, how does a Red Bull contract show up? It was just one of those things where the event went horribly. I was very fast, qualified pole, uh, got disqualified in, in tech after qualifying. And uh, the world finals format was similar to kind of a, uh, a high level karting format now where it would be qualifying and then it would be it would be broken into groups and there'd be three heat races and okay. it'd be group A versus group B right. and then everyone races each other once. If you won, you got zero points. If you finished second, you got two points and the person with the lowest amount of points would start first for the for the final. Right. And uh, so because I got disqualified in qualifying, I had to start 36th in every single heat. Right. That's awesome. <coughs> A lot of fun. Um, but we were quick and I finished sixth, fifth, and third in the three heats. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if somebody's paying attention. And so already yeah. after that, I think I did fast lap in all three. And it was like, it's one of these things where it felt like I just couldn't do anything wrong. Right. Apart from the car getting disqualified. Right. right. But the good thing was, is we got disqualified for something that was kind of like one of those, like, really mm -hmm. things. Because in that Formula BMW championship, for the people that don't know, it was so strict. Like, if you had a, sp a series logo not in its... 30 millimeter by 30 millimeter allocation space right. like you could get disqualified Which for having so improper stupid. sticker place yeah right yeah um but so then i i started uh seventh for the pre-final race uh thinking like okay i'm right back in this i was overtaking for third we had contact and i got a puncture uh. and so i started the final <laughs> the one to become a world champion right back in 30 seconds yeah and uh ended up finishing sixth wow um so it's just one of those things I, I left with a with a Red Bull Junior Team contract. Dr. Helmut Marco was at the race, and after the heat races, he was already talking to me. Yeah. And um, that gave me my budget to run in 2006, and they, you know, they they took me to Europe, and I had a great five-year stint with them, where they, honestly, put put me on the map. Yeah. Because they put me into Atlantics, it kind of got me seen a little bit here in in America. But then in 2008, they they shipped me off to to Europe and and raced over there for a while. And when our partnership ended, I still had enough reputation to to get in with, with good teams and, and at, a, at a good price yeah. that I could actually afford it through the sponsors that we could scrounge up to, to keep it going. Though. So How intimidating is that guy? Alan Marco. He's blunt. Yeah, I believe that. He's not, uh, he's a no BS, yeah. no BS attitude right. in that man. Yeah, but right. uh, yeah. honestly, I, I liked him. We got on very well. He's a straight shooter. Mm -hmm. If you won the race, but you didn't do the fastest lap, he wouldn't congratulate you. He would just ask you, why didn't you get the fastest lap? Wow. Okay. He was just one of those guys always pushing you along. Um, but you knew how he felt all the time. Yeah. If he told you something, you knew it was going to happen. So no news was often good news. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, we, we had a very good relationship because I like to think that I, uh, I wasn't a pushover right. with him. I think a lot of people would kind of bow to him. Sure. And I, I was always kind of sticking up for myself, not making excuses and stuff, but I'll just be like, I'll say what's on my mind and, that's been a, a pro and a con in, in my career so far that I've, I've always been strongly spoken and not afraid to say what I want to say to important people. Right, right. Um, and, you know, I've, I've had times in the past, particularly at Mercedes, where I would probably say things that I shouldn't have. And, and <laughs> we can hang out. Yeah. In the uh, in heat of the moment. And I remember my, like, one of my good teammates, Gary Paffett, from my time over there would just be like, he would text me during, like, a... A debrief where I'm just like Across the room. just hammering it in right. how unhappy I am, and yeah. he would text me like, "Man, shut up." Yeah, I've <laughs> been in that room. I've been in that conversation. <laughs> yeah, copy that. Uh, we were right. told to ask about a certain favorite driver of yours in IndyCar right now. 
Zachary Clam and Demello? Yeah. 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 You guys are buds? Uh, Zachary Clams and Tomatoes. <laughs> um, no, he's honestly, we we go pretty far back because yeah. I, I'm still very active in the karting community. My right. brother owns a karting team, uh, Prime Power Team, based out of Hamilton, Ontario. And uh, so, like, he, every now and then, him and I all, we both do. Uh, the Florida Winter Tour Karting Championship just to stay fit in the off-season and this, that, the other. And because he's quite a bit younger than me, I was actually already out of karting, but he was still in it. So I, I've always known who he was. Um, but in recent years, when we've both been old enough to race against each other in karting, which was the first time I actually raced against him until IndyCar, um, you know, we, we would chat a little bit. We kind of had, like, you know, some mutual respect. He, he was a quick, super quick driver. Um... I'm not a fan of his lifestyle, per se. Okay. But, uh, Proceed. <laughs> no, and then uh, it, it's just, just recently, really, where he, in, in free practice here at the GP, he just made kind of like a bonehead thing. He wasn't checking his mirrors. I was on a hot lap on reds in free practice, too. And uh, I was probably going about 60 miles an hour quicker than him because he was on an out lap. I was on a time lap. And then uh, he moved over to the right, and I was like, oh. Thanks, bud. You're letting me yeah, pass. I'm yeah. on a hot lap. That's what you're supposed to do. And uh, no, he starts weaving like paint to paint down the straight, and I had to like go so far off track, like yeah. it, it could have been bad if it oh, was right. You had to right. Avoid, yeah. If it was any other track, but the back straight at the NDGP, yeah, it would have been like a massive. I recognize that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I messaged him afterwards. I'm like, man, use your head. Yeah. And he apologized. Everything, but it's just one of those things. Sometimes people do things and you think, why Why are they there? Now, we, we promise never to name our sources when we hear insights like that. Uh, but I have a question. Being from Canada, you grew up in cold weather. I assume that's kind of what you're acclimated to. And then, of course, spending a lot of time in, in England. How do you deal with the temperature of Sam Schmidt's motorhome? <laughs> I've never been inside. Don't, oh, do it. Don't, do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Is it warm? It's quite it's warm. Yeah. It's on the warm side. Yeah. I know he's always on the cold side as a person. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It was uh, Sean had to be rehydrated at yeah. the hospital last night. Yeah, IV bag. <laughs> okay, so Terry Trammell, we're having dinner with him later. Have you thought of a question for him yet? Um, and it can be anything. It does not have to be racing at all. Mario, so I'm, 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 okay. I'm new to IndyCar. Right? Okay, sure. He's the IndyCar doctor. Yes. yes. We'll edit yeah. that for you. Yeah, we'll edit that part out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, is he's the first guy on the scene of? things he's one of them uh, yeah. yeah he's like the surgeon you want if if you need a surgeon okay yeah yeah um Th but it doesn't have to be anything related to his career yeah oh yeah no like mario andretti didn't know what was it parker, parker Clickerman? Clickerman, yeah. yeah he didn't know who that was so he's like just ask him if he likes dogs that was his pass along question yeah yeah but i wouldn't want to hide behind someone for that uh, well no we're gonna say robert wickens told us to ask he's yeah. just not gonna be there to slap you Oh, you know what I mean? Like that's the that's oh, how you're hiding. Oh, okay, so yeah. I was gonna say you like, get credit for it. What yeah. was the most inconvenient thing you were doing when you got called in to work? That's so awesome. Like the most actually. inconvenient crash? Yeah. Do you mean in motorsports specifically? But like he's in the middle like, of a movie or something, and yeah, like, yeah. Man, what if he's on the can? He gets a right. call and he's got to go. Yeah, yeah, I like that question. Right? No, I agree. Totally agree. Um, all right, I, I have a feeling you got to get going quickly here, but um, so. Ryan and I are, are what in the industry you would call a content creator. <laughs> so is my fiance. We're, oh, we're she actually makes a living on her digital content. Digital content though. creator. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I kind of do. Uh, yeah. I'm selling sort of. I'm 
selling videos to yeah, corporate yeah. people. We're influencers. Um, we're influencers. Yeah. We're media technic, like actually credentialed media by the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Bravo. Just saying. That's a big, but big deal. We'll make, sure uh, we'll make videos and, you know, there's scripts, storyboards. We put a lot of effort and thought into some of the videos we make. Um, do you have any idea who we are? No, nah, I didn't until okay. today. Okay. Sorry. So you haven't. You, you don't remember anything we may have done? Regarding you? Nope. Okay. It's for the best. You're gonna, are you not going to oh, fire sure, it up? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I... No, we get to see um, something. Yeah, let's see. We we made a promotional video for you. I feel like a jerk now. Uh, yeah, no, well, we're we're done. My day's over. over. Yeah, it's ruined. Uh, Terry Trammell at dinner like I don't care about anything anymore. Wiccans didn't remember us. Wait, are you guys the Wiccans for life people? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> That's us. That's like my family's like favorite video of all time. Good. <laughs> you just every made time, our day. We're back on. We're back to we're good. those people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for the fans at home that don't know what we're talking about. And we're, for those who don't know, we're driving past a Napa truck. We're driving past a I Napa love how truck. I just cut. <laughs> so we're driving to, we're driving to Alabama. To do a very serious video. Yeah, like a documentary on a man that passed away. Who's yeah. In, hopefully in the Hall of Fame in NASCAR this year. This is Monday after the St. Pete race where yep. you and Rossi famously had a coming together, which I believe was 100% his fault. I agree. Just putting it out there. Anybody that's crossed up at the apex is out of control. And if you weren't there, I think he would have spun anyway. I, yeah. I'm glad we're yeah. saying that. Yeah. And I didn't know you at all at the time. So, uh, you know, it wasn't like, I like the guy. Now I was literally like, no, dude's crossed up at turn. No, you're supposed to be going out. Anyways, um, so we see a Napa Auto Parts trailer headed west as well. And that's where that video comes from. And it actually it's did like a cargo truck or something. Yeah, right. It's yeah. like they're delivering parts yeah. or some other place. And so we do that video. And uh, we just put it out on our on our Dinner with Racers page, not on our personal one. And nobody picked up on the fact that what we were doing is we were in a car together going somewhere. Normally, we literally have to be super careful about anything. Like, we can't post anything in here. Yep. Someone will walk in here and be like, ha, like, Hinch, we got spotted. People are, like, that into the show now. And so we were surprised that no one picked up on that. But that video got a lot of a lot yeah. of plays. And then, and like, two weeks later or something, you see it. And we're like, oh, shit, right. I yeah. guess he would I see I guess that. he would know this. <laughs> but for context, like, my business, we make videos for corporate clients, race teams, whatever. And we'll yeah. put months and months and hours and hours and hours into into our projects. And one of our most successful videos was just us yelling out of a car. Well, I loved it because it was organic. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Oh, he's using marketing natural. terms. It was synergistic. Yeah. 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 We really peeled the onion on that one. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Worst I'm, I was late. Thought you guys are. Oh no, we want to. We'll German, take it. We'll German take every philosophy. minute we can, but I'm pretty sure we'll get yelled at. Oh, Veronica's on the oh, timer. We could do it a couple of times. Okay. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> also have to. Three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have to do a quick little video thing outside. Yeah. Um, that'll take. So I don't know if that's, if that's in our time, then we should probably get going. Yeah, probably. Um, plus our foods here. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, you don't want your bacon to get cold. All right. So, um, so we don't we don't have a you know uh, we don't have as much time with you today as we, we normally get with our guests. So we got to kind of cut out quickly here. But um, all right, Indy 500. I most likely this will come out by the time the race is already over. I'm not sure yet. Yep. Uh, how'd it go? How'd you do? Well, I uh, I was pretty happy with my performance. <laughs> I think there's. <laughs> I think my sponsor. We had a good Honda. I think there's always room for improvement. <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's, it's my first time. Okay. Know, it's, it's just <laughs> Give me a break. It's just so exciting with so many people there. It's very humble for having one. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Two-lap lead, too. That's yeah. crazy. Think about, like, the next year, once I've experienced it once. So, 2019. 
It's gonna be you and Johnny Rock Page. Yeah, we're neck and neck. We're gonna be tight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, hey. What? Uh, how? Real quick, the mill. Oh, sure. Uh, what's your dad do? My dad? Yeah. He is a maintenance mechanic for okay. heavy machinery. So he has his own shop or something like that? No. Okay. When you were starting out at go-karting, was he the supportive dad or was he the go-kart little league dad that's like hammering on you? If you don't get it together, you're going back to the machine shop with me. Oh, no. Super supportive. Yeah. Um, no threats of going to a mill or something if no, you don't no, make no. it? No, no. Where, where my family was very unique was uh, I have a brother, um, as I mentioned before, right. five years older. Um, when we started karting... It was kind of like, so I was seven, my brother was 13, right? and uh, he wanted to be a mechanic. And obviously my dad, being a mechanic, was like teaching him the ropes and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So I'd be the driver, and it was always like my brother and my dad. And then as my brother got older, very quickly, like by the time Trevor was 15, he already knew kind of more than what my dad did, because my brother was just like really switched on with like setup and like driver coaching and everything. And, um, so he became basically my, my mechanic and my dad would be, let's say team manager role. Right. You know, he would be the guy that would kind of like make sure everything was under control. Cause it, back then in, in our carding, it was just like ma pa yeah, sure. stuff. I wasn't a part of a team yeah. or any of that stuff like it is now. Like now you have to be in a team with this big tent right, hospitality. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, like, right, right, right. Um, where this was just like, you know, we had a car, we had our little trailer and we would go racing. But he was never like, I'm going to uh, burn a stuffed animal if you're no, spinning again. I, I have the most supportive parents in the world. Okay. They uh, they sacrificed a hell of a lot right. to get me to where I am. Cool. There was never pressure on anything. You're not going back to the mill. Well, about to say, do can, uh, Paul Tracy's father, the exception, do Canadians' parents yell? Because they're known for being very polite. Uh, sorry, but you're going to go to that mill, eh? <laughs> hey, sorry. Yeah. Enjoy the mill. It's an honest life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a terrible game. Yeah, <laughs> all right. We should go. Cottonelle's got the check. I'm finished. Wickets! Wickets! I love that he knew the video. Wickets! I love how long it took for him to recognize His that that was Parents right. love that video. Yeah. That's all they talk about. You are apparently. welcome, Mr. and Mrs. Wickens. That's right. We like you guys, too. So thanks for making a great kid. And thank you to Acura and Continental for making all of this possible. Continental Tire. Send them a tweet. Tell them that you love us. At Continental Tire. At Acura. Play a song now. Well, this next song you're going to complain about is called Saturn Till Jude. No, excuse me. The group's name is called Saturn Till June. The song's name is called Tiffany's Curse. And uh, you can find these guys on Reverb Nation at Saturn Till June. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Saturn, like planet or defunct car company. Uh, till, that's T-I-L, and then June. J-U-N-E. Enjoy? Enjoy?